Welcome to Dice, Nerds, and Nagas, coming at you from beautiful Phnom Penh, Cambodia. Brought to you by Danny's phone. I'm Danny. <laughs> Perfect start. <laughs> Dice, Nerds, and Nagas, coming at you from beautiful Phnom Penh, Cambodia. Dice, Nerds, and Nagas. The Aqualad of Dungeons and Dragons podcasts. Make of that statement what you will, positive or negative. We are the Aqualad. <laughs> we so people didn't even realize it was a thing. <laughs> we will betray you, but not really. But not really. <laughs> now, where we left off last time, our heroes and their wizard allies have uh, escaped from the uh, tomb of. Uh, the Helm of Kingly Wisdom, basically. They got this powerful artifact that's tied to this cycle of destruction and rebirth that they've been investigating through the campaign. So now they are back to their flying cloud giant's castle, uh, outfitted with the latest technology. And uh, they have a long trip back to the great city of Waterdeep ahead of them. Uh, nearly four or five days or so of, uh, of practically full travel to reach them. So where we left off, uh, I believe of the wizard NPCs, they kind of retired to their own personal spaces. The uh, Goliath barbarian woman, she's in her own guest room. Uh, Korgul, the, the orcish warlock, he is uh, in the library and the alternating between the library and the, uh, the smoking room, basically. And uh, Elvira is kind of uh, hanging out with you, I believe, on the beach. Uh, now, you decided to take a nap on the beach, I believe. And while you're napping, she also goes off to uh, her own quarters, basically. The rest of you. Uh, so you were sleeping on the, the artificial beach, I guess, in the gardens. You were soaking in the master bedroom or in, in his different pools. You attuned to the Helm of Kingly Wisdom. Indeed. An ancient, powerful artifact. Yeah. I'm just going to be probably the same with music. All right, I'm sleeping. Yeah. Modoc's room. And you, uh, Aki, you were... Uh, I'm in the library reading the rest of the books and transcribing all the materials I have and notes I've taken from the old gods then. I would say uh, transcribing the notes would probably take the full, full night, basically. Yes. As for reading extra, uh, that would probably have to wait a little longer. That's fine. Don't have a typewriter, sadly. <laughs> that would be nice, though. I guess you can mage hand it so you don't get cramps. Buddy, help me with drawings then. <laughs> Yeah, there would be a lot of interesting stuff to draw in all the rooms and yeah, things never, like that. It's uh, in this world that's never been recorded yet, so... Yeah, it's like first. an unexplored place, basically, mm. mostly. Most. Unexplored by scholars. Uh, so, the night, basically, is going normally enough, but uh, through the intercom you hear uh, Corton's voice call through from the... Uh, the pilot's deck, basically, high up in the castle. I was like, hey guys, um, not sure if you'd 
be interested in this, but uh, looks like there's a, an eclipse or something going on. I'll be right there, Court. You wake me? Uh, yeah, I would say it wakes up anyone. The rest, it pretty much wakes up everyone, but you can ignore it if you want and just go back to sleep. It's, it's not it's not scheduled for an eclipse on the calendar, correct? Uh, hmm. Do you, would you know that? Scholar, you study everything. I study everything. That's not the heavy. <laughs> I don't know. What Intelligence check. Intelligence check. Uh, nature, maybe? What would that fall under? Nature. Astronomy? Assistant. Assistant. Uh, 14 plus whatever. No, plus whatever. <laughs> What's your hint? Uh, one plus one, fifteen. Fifteen. So I'd say, yeah, you, you're able to, you know, that's it's not supposed to be an eclipse at all. Oh, strange. Uh, I'll head up and I roll over. Huh? Rest of you guys. Really yeah. hurting. Um, I'm on the beach, passed out drunk. Can I hear it? Yeah, yeah. There's intercoms in every room. Uh, a seashell sitting next to you. Comes to life with sound. <laughs> the little eyes popping and a big smiley face. Are you sure I just buried my head inside? <laughs> Emu style. Yeah, I was I was just upstairs in my bed, so yeah, I'm in my bed clothes and running out there. Yep. I mean, I've been hanging around my family. I was in the tomb surrounded by my friends. I kind of didn't need my personal time with four walls around me and no one else, but I get it. So upstairs to the pilot's deck and act cool. Yeah, yeah, it's got a big glass dome-style deal. What? So, um, up there you can see that Elvira is there, and Corgal are also watching this phenomena. And, uh, basically the entire room is bathed in red light. Uh, the moon brighter than ever, and before, while it looked like there were merely streams of blood or, or redness uh, streaming to the bottom of the moon, it is a full moon. Completely red. I'm up there. He's up there too. Yeah. The moment he said, the moment he said eclipse, I basically went running. No, I thought you were saying you said you were in your bedclothes. Well, yeah, as in like I'm in undies and no shirt and anything. I just went straight up. So I was in my bedroom. Jesse was undies. Sometimes. You never know when somebody's gonna walk into his room. That's why he wouldn't wear undies, isn't it? By the way, he's going to sleep, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no. Either way, in partial states of nudity, Jesse ran upstairs. <laughs> so, sorry to interrupt. Can I have you RP this the next time you turn into Wolf by the Because you just said that happens. Well, yeah, uh, like I. I do the same thing. I don't usually wear underwear, but I sleep in underwear. You just need to get stretchy purple sweatpants. Okay. Ah. If you think about it like this, it's probably more like a loincloth that ties up in the side. That's the image that's in my head, yes. This is the strings that make it out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now we understand it. We're all community. Yeah. The mechanics of his wardrobe need to be fleshed out for for the viewers to have for similitudes, they can get invested in the story. They need to understand these little details. So if if, if I if I hold on to um, one of my lockets that has the, the pieces of the the note from Ceylon in and to concentrate on it for a while, do I feel anything or get anything? No. Okay. 
you actually get nothing at all. Uh, Horton is uh, kind of babbling on a little bit. You guys like, oh, you know, never seen clips this bright before, you know? It's uh, practically like red daytime out there. You know, he's kind of peeking out over the sides, you know, looking at the, the forest and swamp below. Uh, everything kind of caked with ice and snow, kind of glowing back the light upwards. Um, the uh, small, diminutive arch wizard kind of uh, sides up next to you and says, you know, <clears throat> it's a rare sight, seeing the death of a god. This is a... Sometimes I wonder if it's even truly a curse being born in these times. How many mortals do you think have ever seen a sight like this? I turn toward Jessup. Is that right? How are you feeling? I don't know. Uh, don't you have a connection to uh, Saloon? Is that where let the me, powers come from? Let me try something. Um, what happens if I try and cast Bless? Um, you no longer feel like you're drawing the power from divine energy. You feel like perhaps it's the power of your own belief or, I mean, you're casting Bless from the staff, correct? No, not from me. Right, well, the power does come from within you then. Now you're realizing. Sort of, uh, maybe leftover strands of divine energy left over that you're able to draw upon, but it's not as bountiful or as easy as it was before. There I need to go to the library. Now I think you should wait, boy. Now, here, Saloon has seen fit to put on one final show for all of us. I think it'd be a little disrespectful to miss the funeral for a god, don't you? I think maybe, Elvira, you should stay out of my business. <laughs> uh, wolf blood in him, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I quietly watch. There's going to be a lot more, a lot more of these in the future. I hope you're all prepared for that as well. I think that a lot of the gods aren't going to go as easy as this one did. They're going to cause a lot of collateral damage when they finally go. This one's just the first that we noticed. Actually, that's what I was uh, in my room for. I was getting some news from the outside world. I figured we'd been cooped up for a while. Uh, basically, just mentioning uh, <laughs> something like that. She uh, yeah. ring here that connects me back to the wizard's college. <laughs> oh, you think that the wizard's college can't communicate with its members throughout the world? As long as we're on the same plane of existence, it's rather simple. Same thing. Good spell. Now, from what I understand, the Grand Temple, the, the great priests of Saloon have all called their members to their fortress. It's up near Waterdeep, maybe a, a bit north of it, but uh, should be within day trip visit if you guys are fast enough. Uh, I imagine, kind of points up, that's probably what the, the topic of discussion will be for those folks. What do we do when our god is very clearly dead or dying? Hmm. Could be up for grabs, could be the void not as now. Hmm. 
on top of that, there's no milk in this darn castle. <laughs> My tea was ruined. So, so we will need to stop for supplies at some point before we get to Waterdeep. Hopefully this thing parks easy enough. Now, beyond that, uh, things in Waterdeep are a little tense right now, but... Uh, Seems like things are better than elsewhere. Neverwinter's been under siege now for, God, maybe a week or two. Ice giant fleets have been laying siege to their docks, cutting off all trade throughout the whole Sword Coast. Uh, has there been any word from the uh, Underdark? <laughs> um, some, some rumors, but they didn't seem fit to give me many details. It seems that the drow are calling for mercenaries and trying to gather as many reinforcements from their far-flung cities. That's a good sign. Several uh, weeks ago they were, they were under siege, so that means... I believe they, they still are, then. All right. But by who? That's the question. Well, bodes well for us, but we have uh, places to go. That's true. There's much to do in Waterdeep. We need to speak with the other archmages. We need to collect our data. We need to study this castle from top to bottom to see if Farkas left any extra knowledge behind, something that we could use. There is a... Uh, I look at... Uh, there's a what? Oh, see? There is a uh, mechanical dragon we discovered downstairs behind the vault. That's interesting. I haven't had much time to study it myself as well, we should be able to look into it. Such thing, something like that can't be entirely mechanical, I think, that we can understand the mechanical components of it, the magical components behind them. That would help. Yeah, yeah but we don't really know how to operate. The libraries here, they need to be combed over, I think. Who knows what secrets could be hidden within. Modoc was apparently quite wealthy and willing to spend it all. I think, uh, he wanted to ride out the apocalypse in style. <laughs> this is a nice viewpoint for it, don't you agree? Yes, yes. So, now we were discussing uh, at the beginning of this mission how we were collecting the artifacts. How many have you collected so far? We have been quite forthright in on our side. We have people searching, but we haven't been able to collect any of them. We have information that could lead to them, but... Can the inside check to see if she's lying? Yes. Nope. <laughs> she seems like she's being interesting, but uh, <laughs> she's probably keeping some extra info to herself. can be killed. I suppose uh, that graveyard was even more evidence of that. You know, there's some people that don't even believe that. They think that they're omnipotent. Kind of makes sense, don't you think? What exactly is happening with this eclipse? It's just shining red and that's it? Or... Who knows, maybe we're all getting some horrible disease now as punishment for letting her die, or, or all the crops will wither in the fields. Or it's just... I know a representation of her physical and mental state. I really don't have any strong answers on that. Uh, I do have a friend, Kylik, who should be in Waterdeep around the time we arrive. 
He's, he's been studying this phenomenon a little closer than I am. I just keep staring at it, trying to tear into it, see if I see anything else besides just an image into your mind. <laughs> Funeral for a god, though. The whole world gets to see it. Well, Uncle's thoughts. <clears throat> She's been running from that particular milestone for a long time. I don't think that Calendor uh, will really be able to control what she does. No, it's, it's not about controlling it, it's about accepting it. <laughs> Do you think Calendor can defeat the Void Naga? Is older than we'd think, still roaming around here. And down below, and in all the cracks and crevasses. <laughs> you know, I believe one of your companions mentioned something in the Sylvan Marches that was pre-cycle. Did you hear about it at all? Were you there for a waterfall? No, I don't Hmm, what about you? Do you remember something that's a pre-cycle structure from the Sylvan Marches? There was a waterfall, but also the Frost Elves are working on one possible escape. Hmm. I need to investigate that on the way up. Who knows? The Kepler House is nearby. Perhaps they already understand the phenomenon fully. Yes. Let us visit the Kepler House. <laughs> but, um... Beyond that, I'm trying to think about, is there anywhere else that you guys would need to stop along the way? I really don't mind just going straight to water. Stop by the Kepler House. The Kepler House is what, the Kepler House is what, uh, what was, uh, had the barrier on it. Yes, that was, they were, we could not get Abelith controlled them all, but, but we don't know it was an We do. The guy said to us in Abelith that controlled them, but then Elvira said that later that that college had been freed from the Ablith or something, and we assume that that's the same Ablith that was in Salem's team. Okay. So it took a lot of its followers, I guess, mm -hmm. there. Yeah, but we did want to ask the Kepler House for, before we weren't able, able to, but now that it's open and free, we can ask them what they know, or they know any locations of additional artifacts, because they are the wizards. That's going to be your call because you're there with her. <laughs> yeah, you're sulking. No, no, I'm, I'm in the library. I'm not in research. Library. Gosh. Nude research. Bunch of nerds. Semi-nude research. The best library kind. all day. <laughs> I, think, I think we should stop by the Kepler House first. Uh, and I redirect the castle towards there. Right, so, yeah, yeah Gordon so says, he says, you sure you just want to decide that, boss? In one direction. Maybe we should ask Henry and the others. Isn't it on the way? It's not on the way? It's a little bit off the, out of the way, but it's not much. Yeah, um... We can't rule far south, so this is... it's sort of on the way. 
It's a diversion. Kepo House is over here. There's green rest. Water deeps more this way. So you do like this, right? Yeah, you go out to the east a little further and then yeah. stop. I'm going to make the call and stop there now because it's going to be a long-ass ride. If we want it. Right now, it's very close to us. We can get the pretty Okay, well, yeah, we should be able to get to the Kepler House by tomorrow. Yeah, because if we were at war, you could try to come back. And it's going to be fucking... Crazy. Oh, God, do you have anything that can keep me awake, though? It's not really on the pre-recorded stops. I'll have to pilot this thing the whole time. Uh, I'll take care of it. Okay, cool. I'm going to grab some Z's. I wonder what kind of dream I'll have tonight. I don't know, maybe a couple extra leads or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'll be in my book. Only a couple. Only a couple. I mean, Dream. whatever you want. <laughs> even, even in his dreams, it's just too unrealistic. <laughs> So, um, let's see, so that's basically it for the nighttime, I guess. You guys can go back to sleep or stay up watching the, the red moon or whatever all you want. I am, I, yeah, I, I, I'm specifically pouring through books about uh, the Astral Sea and bodies of dead gods. That's immediately what I'm going to go look for. Uh, that's a pretty esoteric topic to jump right into. So, um... Just say no, it'll take all night if you want to find anything. It's fine. Exhaustion. It's fine. But he's, actually, I move all my stuff from a library, but he moves it up. Bill Pilot, I'll sleep there, and he's got instructions straight to the Kepler house. No funny business. Give me a check, a buddy check. Maybe charisma to convince him. When he flies to liberty. Yes. Ah! <laughs> We're going to Baldur's Gate, aren't we? Shipping, boss. I know just how to fly this thing all by myself. And then I go to sleep. <laughs> okay, so... This is hilarious. I was literally going through old episodes yesterday to find like information about the fucking Z-Ball the Ripper and this is exactly the thing that I watched just yesterday the last time Buddy fucked up with the gods <laughs> we just keep making him pilot <laughs> I'm like he's you know, awesome. he has to eventually listen to me someday so I guess I guess uh, maybe maybe in in his mind right now he wouldn't remember this type of stuff but I know there was other mention of another dip guard in the Astral Sea that we were looking for. I don't think he'd it was specifically... A, a giant guy. Yeah, I, don't I, think I don't think he'd specifically be looking for that right now, but he wants to kind of know where they go when they're dead. Yes. Something like that. But I don't know if Jason in the state right now would remember that. Notebooks. It was but, but yes, okay. the brother. Balin, yeah, that's it. Balin the brother. He was a pretty cool dude. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, you're going to research that all night, so go ahead and, I guess research would be an intelligence check of some sort. Investigation? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess investigation works. <clears throat> One minus one. I'm still up there. Do I notice that we're <laughs> Six. Um, give me an insight check. Six. Because you wouldn't know, because he's not, like, driving it crazy, he's just... Six. Six. So, <laughs> Buddy, see, maybe Buddy let out a little, little chuckle or something, you know, but it didn't 
cause you any concern. He seems like he's driving dutifully. Also, what do you know? What do you know about flying this contraption? That would also be like you would have to also think like, what do you know about navigating? Well, I know which direction we're supposed to be heading. That's true. On a map, yeah. On a map, yeah. But not from above. <laughs> like if you're not the stars are right there. Oh, okay, about the stars. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it's a glass big old glass dome, but there is a navigating crystal basically that crudely displays like 1980s green style images. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I would say it seems like Buddy's flying, flying fine, and where he drops you off is pretty close to where the, the right direction anyway, so nothing seems amiss. Modoc's bedroom? Because you don't trust the dream chambers. That makes sense. That was a pretty traumatic moment. Uh, getting stuck in the stuck in a dream for a week probably isn't very fun. So, um, I would say the night goes without uh, much issue or anything. Um, Actually, let me make sure. Well, he's probably doing this. <laughs> yeah, day, day one goes, goes just as planned. No, it's not. Day two... You hear a, cr a series of loud crashing sounds uh, over and over, bouncing off of the magical protections of Modoc's castle. But they're draining the, 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 the batteries very quickly. The machines are draining their power quickly. Like it's basically like a Star Trek situation. Uh, Buddy says, uh, guys? Exploding console. There's some issues going on outside. You might want to check it out real quick. Boom, 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 more crashes. It's early morning. He's taking us to green races. Right outside to the nearest window. Right? Uh, looking up from the garden, the you're not really able to see the surrounding countryside. Just up, right, so you see bits of masonry, like tops of houses and walls just crashing above uh, off of a glimmering shield, basically. Bitch, did he drop the castle on something? I think he took us to green race. I'm getting over green race. The giants are throwing pieces of That's towers. what I think. Uh, so run to the edge somehow? Is there an edge where I can look down? Yeah, so you, you climb up a, a ladder that leads to the, the edge and look over the side. You see the ruined yet somewhat familiar sight of green rest's layout. The walls are smashed to pieces. The houses are flattened. Uh, the evergreen quarter where the posh homes live mostly lie in ruins. Uh, the town hall's roof is completely uh, ripped off. Or would be up to the top of the top? Uh, to the top of, uh, like... Oh, uh, it, it would take maybe just a, a minute or so to run through the, through the castle to get to the pilot's area. <laughs> um, a lot. It's a big castle, I guess. Uh, how, like, what did you, you have in mind particularly? Two hundred ten six seconds. <laughs> well, like, we're just running, right? Running and teleporting. Oh, this was just black. So running. It is. It is bright morning. Time. Running, so one hundred and fifty. 
I mean, you're really fast, so you could probably get up to the castle very quickly. You'd be the first one to arrive if you... I run up there. Right, so, running up to the pilot's deck, you can see uh, many uh, the lights are flashing on and off. Warnings are going off in all different languages. Uh, but he says, you know, I think I might have messed up the landing a little bit, uh, Chief. The, uh, there's a lot of giants around. Go up! Well, it's just that the the flight has kind of shut itself off because the shields have taken so much energy. We gotta burn gold. Burn it. Give us up. Well, I got these tiny little arms, you see, and the gold, there's takes a lot of coins to get this thing going. Oh, it's basically dead. It's not a mechanized thing. He's fucking with him. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. What must I do, buddy? The shield begins to falter. Alright. A bit of masonry crashes against one of the far walls. The lasers begin firing off randomly throughout the city, hitting giants in the face and, uh... I'll get on the intercom of the library <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? I landed in green wrist. I arrived there. Or something well, I ran off to the window to try to see what's going on. I say, you, you wake up, Aki. You guys are all rushing up there. Uh, the system says, you know, energy needed, energy needed. Uh, shields are down in Elven and Dwarven and Giant. Just go get yeah, gold. Shovel the goddamn gold like a furnace. Let's go get some gold, guys. Jesus so, gosh. to repower the shields and lift off, it's going to be 1,500. After 500 for the blast, quick blast off. That's fine. I'm, I'm running up the stairs, and when I get to the top, I'm like, okay. Uh, give me a perception check, everyone, while you're lifting off, basically. Just for a state of green rest. with these rolls. Jeez. Ten. You guys all did 22 miserably, except here we go. You can hear a voice screaming from the evergreen quarter. As the castle lifts up, you can see... An enormous hill giant that almost takes up the entire building, obese beyond comprehension, basically. Uh, screaming at the other giants, bring down that castle! Bring down that castle! I want the orb back! I need the orb! So that's what he's, the gist of what he's screaming. He thinks that uh, uh, the orb might be on the castle. Do I understand what language is this? It's giant. giant. It's a giant. I understand. Well, we'd repeat for all three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the one who heard it. So you heard it, but you don't understand it. So you can basically, the scene before you is an enormously massive giant screaming and throwing things, directing giants below him. So I tell them about this. The giant said something like. You guys are able to another orb. I think you got it. the tone off. Just sounded like you said he wants to fuck it's, it's, his mother's It's like family. whenever you try to speak Kamai and you get the tone a little wrong and they laugh in your face. Or is that just me? <laughs> the last part doesn't make sense. I mean, I don't think they have camels and giants. <laughs> so, um... So after the disastrous landing in Greenrest, the, the castle's a little bit dinged up, but honestly, the shields were only down for a moment. The other clumps of city that they're throwing... What's his name again? Um, his name was King Clark. King Clark. Clark. The range of a giant throwing bolt is just straight up as in that No, no, you guys are able to make a pretty decent escape. 
Uh, Horton immediately swats Buddy away and takes the controls away from him. You know, he's, he's pissed. He says, you know, your little pet nearly destroyed the freaking castle. Hacky. I'm going to deal with Buddy about that later. <laughs> I, knew, I, did this. I know this. I know this. I will just really run to grab Buddy and throw him out of the castle. <laughs> <laughs> Could we attack? How many giants are down there? Um, I would say just, uh, looks like maybe... Ten or so along with Clark in the city. Stay vertically out of range, maybe about 150 feet. Do they have bows or arrows? Uh, it's hard to tell, really, just from the. It's about an opportunity to. We have a, a tactical advantage momentarily, and I stare at Feather. You, you, you want to try to take him down? Yeah. Do you remember what that chick looked like? What was your name? He's like. This is really tired. What was your name? Storm Runner? Gilly Storm. Or Storm something was her name. Gilly, do you remember what she looked like? Uh, you know what? I actually no. have something. Do you remember oh, what Storm she looked like? That was her. Could you, like, could we find Elvira? Maybe try to send a message. Maybe she's around here. Maybe we can hook up with the resistance or something. We're a big party now. Uh, there is no response. We have aerial advantages and she seems to not have. And giving up on you guys. Try, try, try an actual spell of sending. If you can show Elvira what she looks like, it might work. A minor giant. To clear the green rest of these giants. I'm also not happy with. I'm happy with tactical advantage, but I'm not happy with slaughtering and fishing and giants. Because if she's here, she might know the situation. She told us she left ages ago. And then she stopped launching on the same instant. She told us she left. The probably, there could still be a tower cabin. I thought there was like a resistance or something. Not anything. Alright. Now the city is completely destroyed from what you've seen, basically. So, like, you know, sending that mechanical dragon to New York, using some time for the orbs, which would help us locate the rest of the artifacts. Uh, we get out of range, but within range of a loudspeaker, so does this possible have that? A loudspeaker? Imagine you guys can magic up a loud noise if that's something. Does anybody have phone to you? Try and can speak to Clark and, and see what's going on. I can, I can see. He doesn't know it's us. Remember, he loves us. We killed the fucking guy. Yeah, I suppose. Right? He might still think we're... And we were supposed to let him in the gates. He's not going to give us his board. No, he might give us his sword, but he might open up a bit to us. Alright. About where it is or what he's doing with it. I, uh, I'll trust you, Feather. Just talk first. Okay. I will project whatever you want. 
Marwin went work for me. He used to run my army for me to kill the green rest people. But he stole the orb. Him and Modok, I bet. Your orb is gone? Hold on. Okay. Can I make a survival check to report information? Oh, oh, sorry. Intelligence check. Because now favorite enemies are giants. Can I see if I've heard about this Darwin? I would, no, Darwin's not a giant. Okay. Well, he just said he was a, a giant. Did okay. I just say that? I don't think I'm No, no, you said he ran the arms. No. Oh, yeah. Darwin, he was a hawk goblin. Okay. He came out from the wastes and started working for me. So you don't have your orb? No, he stole it from me when I was sleeping one night. That tricky, tricky bastard Darwin, probably working for Modoc to ruin me. We came looking for you to find your orb. It's not on this castle. We were hoping you still had it and could help us with it. What? I helped myself with the orb, and you helped me kill giants and nagas. Hold on, hold on just a minute. He's not allied with the giants or the nagas? No, he's, he's allied with himself. I know we killed a whole bunch of people, but maybe we can get his help. He has no orb, what good is he? Well, he has an army of giants at his command. If we can convince him that there's ways to help himself later on somehow, maybe he can, I don't know, get his assistance with fighting big shit. I don't think so. Giants just rampage. He's a real giant. Oh, he's on the side of the whole father. He just hates all other giants. Is he on the side of the whole father? This guy gets it, actually. Yeah. Also, I, I really think that's a very bad idea if we align ourselves with this, this giant. How are we going to get anybody else there else in the world to trust us? I wasn't thinking about aligning ourselves with the giant, I was thinking more like convincing him to do our shit for us. Yeah. If he rampages and his people can just what his plans are. What is what is what does he need out of the herd and our hopeless? I ask it with Feather's voice to the giant. So you're asking him what are his plans? What does he need to help us? I like the orb! It helps me see everything that I wanna see. I know where my enemies are, where my things is. I like the orb. It helps me run Clark's kingdom as the best kingdom. And I need it so that I can kill all the other giants and be the top giant when the Allfather comes. I'm sorry, I just had a really strange thought. Is that fire here? Yeah, she's probably checking out this show. <laughs> you know, Green Rest is in complete ruins. That's an interesting thing to see. Things on her that are magic. 
Her rings are magical in nature. Uh, she has an amulet that is magical. Her staff seems to be a magical item. Uh, she has tiny little studded earrings on her ear, her ear that are magical in nature. This lady's decked out in, in magic. She's not a No, no she does not carry a bag around her side or anything like that. It might be under the robes. There's but this lady has, has a veritable ma- walking magic shop. Yeah, I'm sure, but I mean... Hmm? What did you just do? Something you just do. I liked it. I kept it there on purpose. <laughs> Mark, what did That's I say annoying. about grooming men? Okay. Grooming me. Um, okay, so no orbs. No, I, I wouldn't say you, you can see any orbs on her or anything of that nature. The guy said, uh, his, his former general Darwin, the Hobgoblin, took his orb. Okay, so let's double check, you know, just in case. I just yeah. thought it was like, maybe she's got the orb. Nah, sadly she does not. That would be very helpful to have. Um, hey guys, you know if, just as a random thought, does, does this castle, can it tell us how many people are currently inside it? I'm going to go to an orb and just ask how many people are currently inside of our castle? of whatever's there, but uh, I can't tell you what race it is. Fine. I don't see people that way. <laughs> okay, guys, why don't we do this? Um, let's find out everything about this hobgoblin and any direction that he went in. Take note of it, and later on we can go find him and get the order Okay. Um, I'm going to fly out. I'll, I'll talk to him. You just promise uh, the, the giant that we'll bring it to him. So I was going to like, where do you think uh, Darwin's gone? We'll go get him. Alright, so... The, so you ask him, yeah, where's Darwin? Yeah. through the loudspeaker. I just translate. He says, He went east, south and east to the blasted wastes of the orcs. The hobgoblins are, are currently being attacked by the orc tribes. Hey. And they found out that the fire giants are the ones driving the orcs south. I think... I think my dad, I think my dad said he remembered about when he was um, under, under the curse that, did he say that Oni was going east? I think you guys weren't there, but I remember my dad saying that the guy was headed east, or south and east. He's, 
He's the sneaky bastard that stole it from me, I think. And if he's in the east, shouldn't you move your people after him eastwards and leave green rest? There's still lots of food to be found around here. <coughs> the villages up north provide lots of meat for my people, and we're spreading out toward the swamplands now. We're going to control all this land and the east eventually. Slow going with the hill giants. Yeah, we'll go get Darwin. Then we'll go find Darwin. I could just go kill Darwin right now. <laughs> Darwin is
Find things? I'm sure there's all kinds of things left behind there. Strange, they had an affinity for strange creatures. No yes, I believe that's what happened to the wizards there. They captured an abolith and something went wrong. All the people disappeared. But many of the experiments were left untouched. So there's a couple of people seeing what they were, you know, trying to learn about. We weren't able to get in before there was a barrier. Barriers down. This is a rare opportunity. I'm not sure about taking things from the site, though. We might need to just study. Yeah. But we also need to get to Waterdeep at a pretty quick pace, though, as well. We can't get bogged down in the research we there. We spend, spend a day. Also, let's not change any plans on our own again. We all need to be together. A unit, guys. Yes. Don't split the party. Sure. So hold on, like, we're at Greenrest now, it's not too late to just carry on to Waterdeep. From, from, yeah, from Waterdeep, coming back to the Kepp House is going to be an insane journey, but from Greenrest it's just a hot Greenrest is on the way to the Kepp House. Okay, but no fucking dilly-dallying, right? Or fine. Alright, that, yeah, the Cisco is coming But he's in the uh, corner. He's got to wear the dunce cap. <laughs> so sad. So, moving on though, it's not a long trip to the Kepler house. But there is an event actually that uh, catches all of your, your attention though along the way. Um, there is an enormous earthquake that shakes everything below you. Um, from the far south, even from this far distance, you can see that um, that's where the earthquake originated. And it splits the earth even as far out as where you are near Greenrest. So whatever it was, was a cataclysmic event that hit further south. This would be. Baldur's Gate is gone. Selun mentioned there was something hungering under Baldur's Gate. That's south. Well, I think whatever it was is... Uh, yeah, let me just get my ring. Pulls off her ring, focuses on it a bit. And um, I would say it's not like a walkie-talkie necessarily. It's probably telepathic. But... Um, from her side, you can hear say, hello, um, Marjorie, I'm just coming up with a name here. It's my random wizard. Marjorie, what's going on? Are you okay? Yes? And she kind of takes a few steps away from you guys and is just listening now. She's not saying anything. Did you say where she was calling? She did not. Ball, uh, she's calling, going south toward Baldur's Gate. There's a uh, college of wizards out that way as well. No? What? Run! Run then! And she, her ring stops glowing. The, the connection is cut very suddenly. She says, some sort of earthquake, I guess. It destroyed the entire city from what I understand. The wizard's college tumbled on its side and, and many of the homes were destroyed. It seemed that a sinkhole opened up, swallowing half the city right away. But 
something worse. He said that there were large figures striding through the flames, striding through the smoke and, and grabbing people. That's where she cut off. How far away? Far. It'll be a couple days, perhaps two days to reach Baldur's Gate from here. We press on. I think yeah, fuck Kepler House. Fuck Kepler House. Let's just keep going. Let's get wordy. I, I look at the feather and Zendu. I agree. What did he? Yeah, I think so too. Let's go to Waterdeep then straight away. And I'll be trying to contact as many people as I can in the South and see what's going on. Maybe I'll have a more complete picture by tomorrow morning of what's happening. Oh, Lara. So, Gordon, I want the fossil to be like. You can tell she's she's uh, shook though, without even using an insight check. Um. Let's see, so for the rest of the day, I'd say you guys will just travel straight through. Um, let's see. Jason's going to take a swim, a long swim, and then just toss up to the beach. Yeah. All right. Uh, what are you guys going to do with your just free day? I just went running. I'm going to be sprinting around my friends and whisking them in the back of the head and running away before they can do anything. Very cheery still. Smoking and practicing my get out of yeah. Area of effect. The first time he does that to me, I polymorph him into a rabbit. That's a wisdom saving throw? Yeah. 14. Oh, yeah, What's it? What's it? 15. 15. <laughs> what do you do with your pet, new pet <laughs> rabbit? You can just put a pink bow. I put pink bows in his hair and. And then I pop him in the terrarium. Would you be able to tell me a 
Thor's life before he ascended. Yes. I want to know how he did it. is a nice place. You can relax with a drink. The fire is uh, sure. automatically lit. Sounds like um, You find Corgol reading a tome by himself in there, and Aki as well, sitting on the opposite side, perhaps glaring at him. Saying, I don't like a, a, a rival warlock in my library. Especially a devil patron. A patron. His patron is Timiel, the same guy who is currently playing with Zembri's soul right now. It's true, actually, and that's going to come up when you go to sleep tonight. <laughs> Spoiler alert! So... Because I've been, I've been thinking, thinking a lot about all of, these, uh, all of these things that keep coming up about pieces of people's souls and people coming back and you know, um, Zen said she did die in the last cycle. She was reborn because of my people. Which means that a memory of someone is enough. But I think maybe, maybe to bring somebody back is a different, different idea. I don't know. The hag mother is in the ring. Tuning to the circle I'm wearing gives it a piece of my soul when I die. Dead giants, gods in the astral sea, things don't disappear, which is fine. We don't disappear. stay in research so advantage the mortal, the mortal to god thing with him so just advantage yeah all right. come on now much 
No, goddamn it, but that's alright. No, it's not alright. Even with. God damn it. Five. Five. It's in investigation or what? Is that what you want? Investigation? Yeah. Or history or. I, so I, I may have stopped rolling this. Maybe that's the problem. It was working so well the other day. I just want to do something in uh, See, if you want to, I'll say you can split it and you can both just research the same topic if you want. Fine. That works good. Alright, so you, so you can also roll. Your intelligence is higher than mine. What? Really? No? Yes, I have a minus one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> okay, guys, I'm on the way. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Do you guys want to maybe come and ask one of us with a higher? He's there. Oh, he's there. there. Oh, okay. Can now, I can also change your study to what they're talking about too, because it's funny. Right. Well, that was a good one. Quick question. Are in the book? The pterodactyls. <laughs> Regular pterodactyls. No, I thought they were in the monster manual. Actually, or if there's something called like a. Yeah, that's the same thing. Okay. I just. Well, while this is going on, I turn into a pterodactyl and I'm flying around over the water, carrying feather around. Dropping me 60 feet. Dropping him 60 feet into the water. Well, after a couple of times there, I start feeling this like warm feeling, like wow, this is like, it's like almost. If this was related to gods, would that still be investigation or would that be religion? I guess religion. I, I still was a shit roll, but at least I have a plus one for religion. Religion is what you remember. If you're trying to read something and gather knowledge, I would say that's an investigation. Or just in telegram. Yeah, I guess because you don't already know the information. Yeah. But still, it's, it was pretty poor rolls all around for that. Yeah, it sucks. Well, I've got a part that I want to read, but I can't because it's just... Well, I'll no, ask for help later from, yeah. from, yeah. from the, the researcher. Right? That's his job. When we come back, I'll tell you the story. It's been like three months since I've Yeah, but... I already messed up. Okay, well... Related, sort of. So, um, you're able to t accurately tell him, though, the story of Kellen... Kellenvor. Kellenvor. You messed that up. Yeah. He's very demonic. Okay. Yeah. How how long have we been going? I would say several hours, probably. No, I mean like now. <laughs> oh, in real life. In real life, I don't know. It's eleven forty-three now. I don't remember when we started. Maybe we'll maybe sleep thing first. Yeah, sure. Okay. Right. So. I go and sleep uh, on the couch in what's his name? Okay, no problem. So, uh, basically, in your dream, you wake up in the same 
dark frozen wasteland as before. Uh, this time, you wake up sort of strapped to a chair. You're vaguely aware that there are sharp spikes digging into your back and legs. Right, basically, it's, it's, it's sleep bondage. Uh, ahead of you is Teemiel, the demon lord that you've, uh, you'd recognize him. Uh, looks the same as before. He says, you know, Zenbri, I'm very disappointed in you. All this time, no progress made in finding me my bride. Factory? So it kind of was already. Well, now we're making it official, though. Once you die, no gods will interfere. You will be his plaything, basically. So I was already. I mean, this fucking stalker. What is it with all these fucking stalkers? <laughs> like, what? Okay, so Oni. through as the DM entirely. <laughs> but the deal was struck. Okay. I'm not physically there. No. So I can't cast spells and defend myself in any You way. can try to will yourself awake. Basically. I have no defense against this. No way to stop it from happening. No, it's not really a combat scenario necessarily. But um, that's basically the gist of the dream. He... Tamil, before, before you go, before you go um, what, if, what if I could give you something better than before? I'm listening. What if I could make sure that once we've destroyed all the Nagas and stopped the cycle, that you become the biggest god around. Would you be willing to hold on to my soul for that? Hmm. 
I need more assistance in the, for the immediate time being. This war of the devils that's going to begin soon. Okay, tell, do tell me more. Well, the lowest rings of hell were destroyed when the Void Naga passed through, I suppose. Mm -hmm. uh, overcrowding's becoming an issue, and the Old Order is fallen into chaos, anarchy, which, as a devil, we just really cannot abide. So a war will be joined in about a month, two months perhaps, and where all, all the devils are going among the mortal plane trying to gather as many advantages as they can. What advantage can you bring me? I can bring you a... Warfare. I can bring you somebody who uh, is very devoted to destroying evil. Hmm. Um, that doesn't bode well for me. Well, no. <laughs> but oh, sorry, undead. 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 Okay. And I can bring you someone who might be uh, might be turning into a god. So maybe you can use his soul in some way. Your friends. Turning into a god. No, I'm just making okay. shit up. Oh, okay. I'm not the flirt, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm just making shit up. Like, I'm trying to convince him, but he doesn't know that. It's me. <laughs> Fine. That's Fine. What you think? He always thought you were a I mean, surely you've got something else to give the only besides my pitiful little soul? Well, you know what? Your, you and your friends have proved themselves quite capable I mean, we in these matters. Zemotep is a formidable foe. Fine, then. Only keep your orb and return to the mortal realm. Cause your mischief, I don't care. Now, as I understand, you're heading toward the city of Waterdeep. Um, yes? There is a small section of that city, an old one, an old prison, uh, known as the Kaloon Walled City. Yes. The Blue Lotus Tea Shop has a small supply closet in the back. Step through the door there, and you'll find yourself at a bar, an inn. From Essentially. From there, you can find yourself to the third infernal plane of ice. You will report to, you will report to me immediately. Is that understood? Sorry, door to what? Door to the third? The third plane, uh, infernal plane of ice. My realm. Something like that. The exact details elude me at the moment. But it's the third one. You go to the fourth one, you went too far. So we have to, when we get to Waterdeep, we have to directly you have a month. Us devils follow the rules, and the war won't begin for about two. So you have some time. Make your business, equip yourself, and prepare yourself for a war. I intend to use you extensively then. Okay, you are dismissed then. Very good. Thank you very much.
Uh, Aki. Yes. When you eventually drift off to lizard sleep or you know, bask under a sun lamp, <laughs> you also dream of Teenial. Oh no, Aki, your friend Zenbrian, my own servant Corbel, brought you to my attention. Uh, you are a warlock, correct? As I understand, you have very few scruples. Why are you in my dreams? Well, you see, there's been some negotiating going on in the background, and your warlock contract uh, belongs to me now. The Balrock has transferred power? Well, you haven't done too much for him lately from what it sounds like, but due to some recent events, uh, we're going to be working together very closely, and I figured that it would be better to have you under my thumb, so to speak. Can I summon my contract as a valid? <laughs> yes, as you can see, the changes are all valid. Uh, he, he traded you away quite easily. Just the right attitude to have. Well, if you'd like a shiny new plaything, then, as I understand, you're going to Waterdeep soon. Yes, that is correct. There's a man there, uh, a crofter of little renown. Uh, just go to his home, kill him, make him suffer as much as you can before you kill him. The more suffering, the better toy that I'll give you. Uh, take his family's neck heirloom, a small necklace, a trifle, and just bring it to a small little shrine that's hidden in the dock. Does the heirloom appear an image of it? Is that what it looks like? Ah, yes, yes, the image. It, it, it's the only item of value that he owns. He'll be wearing it. Now, Zenbury and they are agreeing to go along with the torture. And the You'll be doing this on your own. Okay, so they're working personal task. They're working for you in other ways. Well, yes, Sendry's uh, soul had did find its way over to me by by rights. I might add, she killed my fiance. Uh, or are they allowed to be aware of our new arrangement? Or should Tell I, if you wish? But it, it matters to me very little. The matter that matters to me is killing the man, taking his necklace, and. Leaving it at the shrine that I've told you. Thank you. And that's that's your dream. <coughs> Teamiel's wheeling and dealing in the background. So the next day, uh, you guys are able to awake. You are you're fine. You guys all get a full benefit of the rest still if you rested. Uh, I'd say around this time, the castle is uh, passing over the driftwood. You can stop by the towers or small town or anything if you wish. I would like to just um, approach Elvira, because I'm feeling more rested now. Okay, yeah, she um, she looks ragged right now. I don't think that she got a full hour of sleep, even. Uh, she's absentmindedly eating some breakfast in the parlor whenever you look for her. Elvira, I just wanted to uh, apologize for the other day. Hmm? Um, I was I was rude, and that's uh, uncharacteristic of me. Oh, 
whether it's characteristic of you or uncharacteristic of you, it doesn't really matter, does it? I accept your apology, though. Thank you. Um, if there's anything I can do to assist you... Ugh, can you unsink a, can you unsink a city? Depends. Can you resurrect the god? <laughs> Perhaps. Stranger things have happened, I suppose, but I'm not sure I can resurrect the god that you want me to resurrect. That's all right. Um, I might not be able to unsink a city, but I'm sure we can help each other in the future. You're, you're going to need to uh, study this eventually, and I'm tapping on the circle of my head. Um, I was wondering if you would be able to do me a favor. Uh, I just want to try to send a message to my family if you know the sending spell at all. Sure, sure. I can send something out to them, I suppose. All right. What do, what do you want me to say? I'd like you to tell them... She begins writing down a small piece of paper. Don't... Don't forget her. Don't forget Simon. Try to spread... Spread her memory. Gather as many people as you can. Help as many people as you can. Continue to do it in her name. Make people remember. Okay. Make a name for yourself. Is it all then? And tell them if they can. If they're if they're anywhere near small town or anything, I would advise they try and get the people out. Bring really? people north. Bring them to Waterdeep. Yeah, well, Waterdeep is a safe enough place right now. It seems. Fair enough. Is that all then? No, no other messages. You wanna? She hands the paper and quill toward you. Anything you wanna add yourself? Little personal. Yeah, I'll just just right there. I love you. Huh? That's about it. Rolls it up. Paper disappears in her hands. Nothing up my sleeves. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so uh, she sends that to your mother, I guess, or your father, any of whichever one. I think they're traveling together. If you care uh, to join me in the library, I could use your assistance. Oh, sure, sure, I suppose. I had spent all night just. Oh, listening to the bleakest things, so... Here. Yeah, uh, it'll really just, take my mind I just of rub her temples a little bit and mm. cause cure wounds. <clears throat> just to hold her out a little bit. Okay, it's, it's, it's a more of a mental anguish thing than a physical ailment. Might just help you feel a bit more fresh. <laughs> you're you're a, little bit, a little bit of an odd one, aren't you? I have my moments. Jessup. Fair enough. So what do, you, what do you need help with? What are you researching out here? Oh, God, um... I'm trying to find out information as much as I can about the Astral Sea, for one thing, where the dead gods' bodies lie. Um, but I'm also very interested in any mortals that manage to make the transition and ascend to godhood. Okay, well, um, go ahead and roll another investigation check with advantage plus six. All right. Woo! 14 is 20. Ooh, 25. No, okay. I'm sorry, 24. So Elvira's like, okay, well, did you try looking through the index on the wall over here? I'm more, my people are more of an oral tradition kind of people. I, I'm not used to some oh. libraries. 
She, uh, too. She, she moves around, she's looking through the index, finds some books, and is able to find a particularly uh, interesting story, I guess, about a mortal that ascended to godhood. Okay. Uh, in the book, it's someone known as Ivan, the Green Thumb God. Ivan the Green Thumb? Yes. There was a simple man whose entire life was devoted to his lord's gardens. He had no family, he had no love or sense of community in his life. He simply worked on the gardens, day and night, all the time. And they were a thing of beautiful perfection. When the great gods of old clashed, they paused in their battle, awed by the garden's beauty. The forces of destruction dare not spoil a single leaf of the garden. And the god and forces of rebirth could think of nothing more beautiful to replace the garden with in the new world. So they killed the lord and all the other staff of the castle. They pulled down the gaudy castle walls and raised the village and surrounding lands. But they granted Ivan godhood and left his gardens untouched, unspoiled, and allowed it to pass into the new world untainted by their battle and their war. So that is uh, one pertinent story about a mortal that was able to ascend to godhood. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So fair enough. So I guess we will go to bed and they've had their dreams? Yes. She's just sitting in the library, so she she agrees to that. go chat right now if you want to, and okay. let them do their chat first, though, and then you can talk with Elvira. Okay. Let's go. Cool. Elvira. You can go to the garden and talk there. Sure. All right. Hey, you know, I, I, I was thinking, uh, I'm kind of annoyed with the research stuff, and I just want to blow some steam. Do you want to, do you want to just go spar, and you can tell me the uh, things? Just go to the beach and just hit some blades, and you can tell me the story.
I didn't even know if, if a lot of this is possible, to be honest. And then you wanted to talk to Elvira about something. Now, Elvira usually seems rather put together or whatever, but right now you can tell she's exhausted. Uh, it's been a long day. She's a bit disheveled um, and seems to only be half paying attention as you uh, walk over to the garden. Until, of course, you want to start the conversation up. introduce you to some uh, well-known clerics, if you'd like.
Do you need you destroy? To destroy a soul, yes, so that it doesn't pass into the afterlife or anything like that. So it's just lost, perhaps to the astral plane, but who knows for sure. But yes. measure it sounds like uh, to completely annihilate any trace of yourself after you die but it could be done it could be a fun little project to work on I guess something like a fail safe like if if I die just completely annihilate the soul right on my death that could that could be done you could put your soul in a gem and smash the gem or throw it into a volcano a few different ways to go about it, I suppose. And she uh, pulls pulls out a series of amulets around her neck. Says, this one here, actually. Uh, when we get back, I'm doing a little resurrection work myself. Uh, perhaps you can see it, and it, it, maybe it could help you understand the process of working with souls a little bit more. You see, here I have... A little bit of Preston, the human fighter you may have seen earlier. He died in the mines, but part of his contract is that he wanted to be brought back if he died. So that's what I'll be doing when we get back to Waterdeep now. Lorem over here, the, the thief, uh, died along you guys. He uh, did not want such a thing done to him. Uh, from what I understand, and I've only done a cursory study of this. His soul has been promised to so many different people right now. It's probably going to be an arbitration for quite a while. You know, whenever you steal a candy bar and you think, oh, God, if you let me steal this candy bar, I'll, you know, I'll have, you can have my soul. Well, devils listen to that sometimes. And every now and then a weaker one will latch on to those promises and try and 
take the claim, oh no, I've had his soul since he was a baby here. I've had his soul, yeah. you know, that time he got that sandwich or the store had the food that he liked. That's mine now. The baby's here. Yeah. The baby's already here. You can have a zebra ring. So yeah, there's, we, I'll, 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 show, I'll try to teach you a great deal about the soul if we have time in Waterdeep. your soul and rip it to shreds as you die. That sounds won't be super pleasant. It'll be maybe a very intensely painful moment and then nothing at all after. Like an auto-DNR. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you think about it, a moment of intense, crazy pain and then nothing. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Well, perfect. I think that uh, at the Wizarding College, we, we can do that for you. Personally, I can do that for you, actually. That's a little bit my specialty, dealing with souls and higher mysteries such as that. That's, that's perfect. Thank you. And um, if we could just keep this between the two of us for now. Oh, sure. Just you, me, and maybe that weird little demon that your warlock keeps trying to send around to spy on us. Is he around? Is he? Uh, where are they? In the garden. Uh, he's gonna be fucking with one of you. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Who's he listening to? Okay, so no. No, he doesn't seem to be around here, so I'll, I'll keep it to myself. Thank you very much. And, uh, I think you need to get some rest. Ah, <sighs> yes. Yeah, all day hearing news from Baldur's Gate from the other wizards. Uh, seems half the city was destroyed immediately. 
and the other half is being very quickly picked away. They're trying to mount some sort of defense, but... Do they know what they're up against yet? Not 100%, but from what I understand, it sounds like stone giants. Said that there's a, a raving, enormous stone giant leading them, but their behavior is not what to be expected from stone giants. Usually they're quite docile, they don't attack people too often, but these ones seem to be consuming their flesh as they go, just picking people and eating them. So, you know, getting messages like that all day, oh well, I'm okay, I'm hiding in some rubble, and John got eaten. It's... <laughs> Just you? <laughs> yes, it is attacking. <laughs> a feather. Someone has seemed to drawn, have drawn tiny pink bunny rabbits all over your stuff. <laughs> all over my stuff? All thought. over your stuff, there's tiny pink, pink bunny rabbits. Okay, and... As you all are kind of finishing up uh, for the night, traveling over a long period, um, the castle stops in mid-flight. And Corton once again calls you guys up to the pilots. And he says, guys, we've got company? More giants, maybe? Flying giants? Yes, something. Ships. <laughs> There's ships. In the sky. Shit. Sky ships. Ships in the sky. We're into the harpoons. ships. There's there's a laser at least. At least one. That would be cool to put in some sort of a turret defense system, but uh So what is it? Take a look. So stepping out onto the pilot's area, you can see several sleek, almost chrome you know, polished to a chrome-like shine so ships uh, floating around you, basically. There's maybe three or four of them uh, with their weapons all pointed to you. Right um, Elvira was sleeping, but she makes her way up there. What weapons? Cannons? Harpoons? What? Looks like, yeah, cannons made of a, a similar metal that the whole thing is. Um, any of us? Well, uh, it would be pretty obscure knowledge of the astral plane. So, you guys have been studying the astral plane recently. Yes. So, go ahead and give me a check. Religion check? Um, no, not religion check. It, uh, history knowledge? Yeah, like history, history knowledge, I guess, yeah. What have you studied? Yeah. History. I'm something of a historian. <laughs> Ten? Ten. Okay, well, you do remember that there were tales that there were, in the fortresses of the astral plane, there were even such thing as astral pirates. Um, some, uh, a few shots fire off from the ships, but they go very wide above, purposefully, it seems. Super close, they wouldn't be able to hit you. They moved to shoot above you. Is there an intercom in this bitch? There is, and they are also speaking to you guys uh, first, though. Let's see, it was... Yes. They are speaking in common, actually. Okay. Uh, and they, we got 
We demand the child of Matthias, blood of the wolf. No weapons, nothing. Hand them over to us now. Those were warning shots. You have five minutes. The next shots will not miss. I am Matthias' child. Why, why are you looking for me? <clears throat> we seek Matthias' child, the betrayer, dweller below. We wish to find out everything he can of the flayers of the mind, the Illithians, and the search for the elder brain. Are you looking for Aaron? Yes. <laughs> You're right. Aaron, I can tell. You are a, a wolf kind, child of Matthias. Yes. Uh, you're Do not thinking, try and fool us. You're thinking of my brother. What? Aaron's blonde and brunette. Yeah. It's easy to confuse. Where? Where is this brother of yours, then? Well, last I heard, he was in the Underdark. Okay then. <laughs> hold 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 on, bad, hold, hold on hold on just a minute. You you're you're after mind players. Who are yes. you? We are the Githyanki. Formerly we were slaves of the mind flayers. But now we know that final battle with them must be brought. We must destroy the elder brain. But what does my brother have to do with this? He has knowledge of their realm below the surface. He has knowledge of the Illithids and their elder brain. He seeks them just as we seek them. He seeks to kill them just as we seek to kill him, them. Would you, <laughs> would you give me give me just a minute, please? Guys, um, would we be able to bring them on board for a parlay? I think this could be very useful information. Either way. Well, that's good. We have to cost some defenses. I don't know. Do I know the Yankee now that they said? Not really, no. Where are we headed to? Where are we? We are, but this could be useful information. We have not seen him before. We have only heard rumors. 
rumors about where he was in the underground? Yes, apparently he helped lead a host against the Dark Elves. That is of little concern to us. We know that his true purpose is to find the Elder Brain. The same Elder Brain that we wish to kill. Why do you wish to kill this Elder Brain? We cannot allow the Olympians to escape once again. They will be destroyed at the end of this cycle alongside with us. There you, will be no escape. Tell me, are you... You're, you're, you're denizens of the astral plane? Did you say that? Yes. Alright. If, if, if we are able to help locate my brother, do you think you would be able to provide us passage to the astral plane? Hmm. Well, that shouldn't be necessary. We're going to try and find him ourselves. Um, once you find him, I think they want to help him. It depends on what his motivations are for finding the Elder Brain. So, like, if he doesn't want to give us the information, they can torture him? We'll fi we will find out what we need to from Aaron, no matter what. Is there some way that we might be able to contact you if we do make contact with my brother? We don't see any benefit to that for us. Fair enough. Um... Enjoy your day. As you were, then. Where we go? How did they find us? We followed the wolf blood. We've heard that there was. We searched for the child of Matthias, and I could just do it to the other. We can. Yes, it should be much easier to find him now. Just two. They had a fifty percent shot, and they went to the wrong one. So, other than that, that's the only real notable event of the day. Uh, another day of travel goes yeah, down. Just whispered an idea in his head. If you want, all right. I'll say, yeah, but if it comes off, why don't we send Buddy with them? When they find your brother, we'll know where he is now. Well, that means Buddy will be gone forever, I, like for a long time. See, that's, yeah, I, I doubt Buddy will. I'll probably call him back before they find him. There's an easier way to do this. I can, I mean, Elvira is potentially able to help me send him a message. Buddy, buddy will try to fly onto their ship as a stowaway. He'll probably okay. be caught and killed, but no, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how long it can last. Yeah. Alright. Alright, um, go give me a stealth roll for Buddy right now. <laughs> he has learned his lesson after the dragon incident. Stay <laughs> a certain distance away. Wow! Alright, so he's going to be able to hide there pretty much indefinitely for a while. Nice. Alright, so um, beyond that, uh, is there anything else you guys want to do for the day? Yes. No? Yes? yes. Um, I'm going to go back to the library. Now that Elvira has taught Jessup what an index is, <laughs> maybe it'll be easier to find. Uh, I'm looking for information on Grandfather Turtle. Alright, go ahead. For another uh, investigation or whatever check. Okay. Investigation or whatever. Just have fun with it. Come on. Damn it. Five. Want to find anything out about my door? Find out a lot about turtles. Six minus one. You find some naturalist books about giant turtles. I'll try to find a fire again. Nothing about divine turtles. 
Anything about my family? Elvira, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't make any sense of this. Can you help me out later, please? Elvira does this. Uh, Elvira says, you know, I'm actually a little busy with my own research at the moment. I, All right. I'll, I'll go as Aki, don't worry. <laughs> sorry, spare the marshal.
Fair enough. So dinner time comes. The auto chef makes up something nice, I guess. It is no longer malfunctioning. All right. Um, a light snow has started falling outside, but the temperature is just perfectly comfortable inside still. So dinner time. Dinner is served. Everyone is uh, waiting to hear your announcement. So, um... Speech. Uh, yeah. I had a dream, or rather, I was visited once again in my dreams by uh, Tanil, and uh, he wants us to help him fight to protect his part of hell. I think it's giving me directions to a place in Wunderly where he wants us to go so that we can get into. you're coming to a wizard school, so there will yeah. be plenty of people that can detect magic. That's true. I mean, we can, we can see if there's someone at, at the college that can see if there's actually something bound on me. Yeah, if, if there's no binding on me, though, how is he able to keep on making me wake up in hell? Oh, that's just torture. That's, that's, that's nothing. That's nothing. It's torture. Yeah. yeah. We've, all been, we've all been bound by dreams and uh, insulted by dreams. What is this? What is this? Because, uh, I mean, I woke up bound to a torture chair thing. She was poking me with... You had this conversation with him before. That's not real. That's not real. And we all have so good So then dreams. why do we have to give him a bride? If, if I don't think we have to give him We need to make sure he has no... He said six months as well. Yeah, I know, but like... Now he wants us to come and he wants us to come and fight on his behalf. I'm not gonna lie, the war sounds pretty goddamn tasty. 
safety right now. Structure board, just running around really nilly. But is that going to help our cause? Is, that, is this, is this going to help in the cycle or anything? Well, ending the cycle alone would protect all the ground. Corgle, the other warlock, yes? He's like, oh, yes, what, what, what could I help you with? We know he's... Yes. Yeah, he's openly talked about working for Tidmule. He's like, all right, another employee in the fold, okay. Well, this will be nice having a buddy for the upcoming war. I'm really not interested in helping Tidmule. Oh, I mean... I understand where you're coming from, and you're, like, sort of... Yeah, I mean, we get along okay. We have similar interests, I suppose. I don't like that idea. Like... Devils are mostly people. Yes. They're very... They always strict. They stick to everything they tell you. Yeah? You know what I mean? They're they're bound by... If I don't help them fight, and then... No? He said he would let your soul... Be free again? Be you, you wouldn't owe him anything if you, uh... Is that what he said? Yeah, pretty much. I don't think he said, that. I don't I think he said those words. No, he never said those words. Mm, you gotta get things specific yeah. with Timio, yeah. so... Yeah, he never said those words. You know, I imagine, you know, he'll probably want to talk again, or when you see him, you can let him know your, your terms. Okay. He's, as far as the devils go, he's one of the more reasonable ones. Cool. He you just, know... It, might not be a bad thing to help him out in the sense of, I mean, if he's like as powerful as what he says he is, he, he might know or be able to help us get to places we need to get to, to get some of these items. Oh, I mean, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but like, you know, it, it, there, there was a whole bunch of stuff about demi-planes and all kinds of stuff. Now, I, I don't know how to travel between planes. Do you? Yeah, well, Timiel can walk through the planes as easily as we walk to the room next door. We're actually going to walk to his plane when we go through that barn. Well, there we so go. I mean, we'll if walk. he can help us out with that stuff, I don't mind helping him out with the war. Well, yeah, war is not... Yeah, Timiel... This is only going to happen in a month's time. The war is only going to be happening in a month's time. It's going to be for you to get there. The war will start in two months. Um, what 
So you you know about him obviously in contracts and things. Yeah. What power does he have over her soul? Well, he knows where she is at the given time in any realm, so he can almost instantaneously send his own servants to bother her to fight her or uh, let's see, through her dreams, obviously, I think she's already aware that she's a lot more vulnerable and unconscious to his, his powers. Um, beyond that, I mean, regular Devil Lord stuff, he can kill everyone that she knows, or make the grass spoil where she steps, or make everything that she touches so turn into shit, shit or if we, just, if we just decide to fuck off and not do this, he will... He will yeah, yeah, or, you know... If every time you take a bite of something, it turns into spiders in your mouth. Stuff like that. So he might actively fuck with all of us. Uh, all of so we're all in this. So there's no dead following me down there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it's a lot easier for him to do that to you since he's been wronged by her. Like I say, yeah, I, mean, I don't think he's got. I don't think he's got a hold on any of you. A hold, but he can just come and kill us. <laughs> but he still yeah. has all to the with you. abilities yeah. of a devil lord yeah. to interact. Walk through the plane, come and hit us with okay. a great fiery sword. <laughs> okay, well, I'll talk a little bit more with you about this after dinner. Yes, you. So, um, if there's nothing anyone else wants to jump in on or whatever, um. Elvira, she mentions, you know, tomorrow we should be arriving in Waterdeep. Okay. And so, you guys want to chat at nighttime one more time? Yeah. And then you guys have one more night to do whatever, you know, if you have any more research you want to do, or if you want to prep some potions or something, maybe. I imagine the stock is a little more full now. What did it do last? Diminuation number. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can make, um, I'd say you have enough materials to make three potions of, of whatever sort that you want, I guess, from that list. Uh, do you want me to get the list? Yeah. Is, one, is it a gross potion? Yeah. I want one of those. The world's biggest dwarf. Yeah. It's people size now. I need things to help me that will make speed up or stronger. Yeah, they are brought in usually. Uh, they get 
lost and end up there, or you know, they fall asleep and just wake up there. It's usually not a conscious thing. People can search for it their whole lives and not find it. Okay. Um, you said it mentions a few things about the Shadowfell that is of interest as Adrian, but I don't know if we'll be able to link this there. Um, is, does, does, does it mention anything? If, if, if I, like, go into the Shadowfell stuff, does it talk about the rules there or whatever? Um, let's see. Obviously, Adrian knows that the Raven Queen lives there, but I don't know if Jason would find that information. Yeah, I'd say you'd find that same information, but it's very generalized. It's not a lot of people go there and write about it in detail. So it's, you know, the Shadow Realm, it's like a mirror of our world. It's supposedly ruled by a powerful being known as the Raven Queen. Uh, there is a notable port city in Shadow, well, but beyond that, much of it is in mystery. Am I able to find information about the Raven Queen's ascension? I know she was immortal as well. Uh, not really. Okay. Right, it doesn't go right. that in depth in the subject. Okay. Right. Cool. Um, is Elvira researching or just chilling or what she do? Um, she is. I would say today, just staying in her room mostly, probably communicating with the other wizards before yeah. she arrives. I won't bother her. Um, I'm gonna go and have a lovely dream about the tiefling. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. So that you guys do uh, three potions, I think? Yeah. Okay. So just three potions, potions of growth? Yeah, three potions And one potion of growth? Yeah. Alright, so, there you go. So do you want it to be growth or diminutation? Growth. growth. Okay, and you want me both of yours to be growth as well? Oh no, now it's a mega giant. I accidentally spilled it on his foot. Mega <laughs> giant. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, um, is that everyone what you want to do for the night? Yeah. Wasn't he looking that would let, um... But he's going to steal? Ah, uh, yeah, buddy. So, Buddy is able to find a few Vorpal daggers, I guess. <laughs> which I'll come up, I'll, I'll look up what exactly those will do, but that's uh, the, the larger things that would be kind of not easy to hide on this person at all. Yeah. But so he's like, ooh, daggers for me, hell yeah. Shows much that. That dumbass warlock gave away his daggers, I'm keeping mine. <laughs> That'll never come back to bite him in the butt at all. Getting rid of those, I bet. Especially not in Waterdeep. <laughs> gave him to an <laughs> Yeah, I gave him to the able Evelyn. I saw a huge, powerful squish, squish us instantly being. I was like, no, no. Here you go. Take, Take those. <laughs> so is there anything else before you guys actually arrive in Waterdeep? We'll we'll do it. Do it. Yes, one more chit-chat. Okay. This is very roleplay heavy. Switching gears to the new chapter of the, so, the story kind of thing. So Zebri uh, looks for feather, and basically what I want to do is I want to find somewhere where nobody else can overhear us. So I want to go somewhere away from everybody else, maybe on the turrets, okay. upstairs, outside, make sure absolutely nobody can overhear us. And I say to Feather, um, this whole idea of going and fighting 
go on and continue finding a way to stop the cycle. And let you go to just fight in the war. Yeah. Why are we having this discussion alone? Well, because, well, otherwise, if you do come with me, if you guys do come with me, I didn't want to say it in front of Tamil's lap box. You know, right? Corbel. Kruger, apparently. I might change him to Kruger. Fred Word. The other, you know, option is to, once we get to him, is to kill him. I've been mulling that over. Hey, we have a month. I think we need to research everything we can about devils and resistance against whatever they do and things that hurt them. But we need to make sure. Yeah, Kruger can't do it. Yeah, we just need to do it out of his sight or without other people knowing. So I would like only you. I'm only telling you about this because because I feel like Jessup's going to have an overly emotional reaction to it. I know. To letting you go on your own. Well, to to going down there and then trying to fight the devil. I feel like. on board, so we don't even need to ask him. Um, Aki, I don't, I don't know if Aki's going to really like the idea of killing devils, because is one of his patrons a devil? I don't think they're bothering at all. They yeah. don't like each other. That's why they're going like to war with each other now. Would it be possible for us to, could you maybe find out without being obvious, if Aki's patron doesn't like to kneel and would help us to fight to I think whatever the patrons do, if it's in their best interest, they grant him power. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's a question of asking them. <laughs> I think it's blatantly obvious that... Well, no, I don't actually. I don't know. I could try. But would you fight to be with me? If it was the only way. It isn't the only way. There is another way. Um, the only way of getting him to leave us alone. Yes. The other way of getting him to leave you guys alone is to destroy my soul. Which means he has no leverage. And then you die. Yes. What's the point of that? That's what we're trying to stop. <laughs> I don't care about dying. He, he, he wins. <laughs> God of malice and torture, he's going to leave us alone if you cheat him out of your soul. He'll have no hold over you. He has no hold over us now. He has a hold over me. But it's not the question of hold, it's the question of him being a cantankerous, torturous bastard. (laughs) If he gets angry at anything you do, he's going to take it out on all of us. I don't think you dying is going to save any of us and it's actually going to be the one biggest thing that we actually want to try and stop. So, no. <laughs> In any way, that doesn't work. I'm all happy with, you've asked us before to not resuscitate you, to not revive you in any way if you go down. And I'm on board with that. But, um, yeah. So you think that by doing what 
just get passed on the same way that whatever hold he had over his wife to be got passed on to you. You know, it's not just going to let it go. I don't think he seems like a guy who would just go, oh well. Okay, well, in that case... Shit, lie down on that one. He does, live in, he does live in a realm of ice and snow. He is a little Elsa-esque. Uh, okay, well, in that case, I think the best thing to do is uh, is to make it a mission to to find out as much as we can about devils. And I'm, I'm definitely intrigued on both options, either fighting a war for him or killing him. I think we both sound good. Yeah. But... How long is this bloody cycle? I mean, when, when is this all going to end? I suppose just uh, it depends on on how long it takes to kill all the gods. Because, I mean, the first one has died. Isn't that like the idea that first all the gods are going to die and then the cycle will end? Well, the gods are going to start ripping the world asunder in their death, which I think is what one of the earthquake involves getting. into a, a full-on blizzard as you guys are, are speaking on the battlements. Uh, huge, huge fluffs of snow just kind of melt against the magical shielding inches away from, uh, yeah. from the walls. Is there anything less ostentatious than those horrible purple coats? I'm just looking for furs or something. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Modoc's, Modoc's wardrobe is pretty... Yeah. Pimptastic, I guess. Why don't you rip something apart, maybe? So, something different. How many rabbits have we killed to eat in the last week? <laughs> they're, they're, they're all gone. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, an ecological it's disaster. It's oh, okay, yeah. In that case, uh. I gotta see. I think this is a good stopping point for the episode, and we're about out of time for today. So, yeah. the next morning, the blizzard finally. Uh, ends and flying overhead, or you know, flying overhead of the city, you can look down from the pilot's deck and see the massive, sprawling city of water, the city of secrets, the city of splendors, and a place where many different powers are vying for control and for knowledge. Find out what happens to our heroes. Will they be able to navigate this? Uh, touchy political environment, or will they just smash through all the different uh, organizations of water deep in blood and fury? Uh, what will they do in regards to the Devil's War? 
and the cycle draws ever closer to completion. Um, giants attack from the north and the south and the east and the west. So find out what happens next time, next season, I suppose, on Dice, Nerds, and Nagas. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.